No risk it, no biscuit. Five players you might want to consider drafting for their high upside in the upcoming 2023-2024 season. Let's jump into it. Coming up at number five, the man they call can't guard Mike. Only problem is, these days he's not available to be guarded. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas was one of the top-tier receivers in the league for the first four seasons of his career. Over the last three years, though, he has taken a sharp decline, largely due to injury. We saw flashes when he's on the field. I think last year he scored three times in his first two games, but once again the dreaded injury bug got the best of him and he was out of the lineup. I know we've gone through the same dance over the last three years, but it's hard not to talk about a talent like him. Over his first four seasons, this guy averaged 1,378 yards, 118 receptions, and eight touchdowns. Mind-blowing numbers. And if he can even put up anywhere close to 60-65% of those numbers, he would be an absolute steal. I know it's hard, and I wouldn't blame anybody for jumping ship and not wanting to go through the same pain that we've been through over the last three years. But if you can get him towards the end of your draft and no one's taking a chance on him, he might be worth the risk. I understand Chris Olave is now the X receiver. They still have Alvin Kamara and Juwan Johnson's kind of burst onto the scene. But if Thomas can get on the field and even stay somewhat healthy, he could be in for a decently boom season. I think he's worth the risk if you're willing to invest low capital. Up at number four, OBJ, the once fantasy darling and also rookie of the year. I mean, the last we saw this man, he was nearly the Super Bowl MVP. I can't believe he took an entire year off and still managed to convince the Ravens to give him a bag. I mean, in all seriousness, I don't think the Ravens would have signed him and given him $18 million if they intended on limiting his use. I know he has a bunch of running mates now with Mark Andrews, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, and obviously a couple of great running backs. And I think that just helps his case. We saw how he did when he didn't have to be the alpha in a receiving core, as evidenced by Cooper Cup shouldering that workload. We saw OBJ flourish, and I think this could be the same situation. There's so much talent on that team, and all the defensive attention can't go his way. They have to focus on Andrews. They have to focus on Bateman if he can stay healthy, and even Flowers. And I really can see OBJ kind of having a nice bounce-back season. Yes, he's coming off a couple of serious injuries, two ACL injuries, and I wouldn't blame anybody for being afraid. But the reality is, is if he can resemble who he was in L.A. versus the person who he was in Cleveland Brown purgatory, I think he could be a great steal in the seventh, eighth round. And if you're willing to make that investment, I think he could pay off pretty quickly. The Ravens are going to be passing the ball more now. They have a new offensive coordinator. They gave Lamar a bag. They gave him a bunch of weapons. They want to pass the ball and they want to see what Lamar can do in a passing role. Coming in at number three, Javante Williams. This one was really tough. I mean, especially because he's coming off such a serious knee injury. He tore his ACL, LCL, PCL. I mean, every major ligament in his knee. And we've all seen in the past, guys don't usually bounce back from injuries like this right away. They either need a year to get back into form, or they just don't get back into form at all. And I really hope that's not the case for this young man. He had an amazing first season. He led the league in broken plus forced missed tackle percentage. Not an easy task. That means he was seeking contact. And the hope is that he's back to his form enough to where he's still seeking contact, lowering a shoulder, and fighting for those extra yards. Problem is, I can see the Broncos moving on from him after this year. So if anything, it might be a prove-it year for him. 
knowing that this is his last year with the team. I know it's a sad state of affairs for all running backs out there, but you still want to see guys like this succeed, especially coming off of an injury like this. If you do go the route of drafting Javante Williams, you definitely want to grab his handcuff, Samaje P. Ryan. He's proven to be a capable starter in Washington, backing up Joe Mixon the last few years for the Bengals, and I think he'll do the same here. If he can hold down the fort until Williams is back up to speed, I think you can set yourself up for success, especially if you can get Williams around the 4-5 turn. He could be a great value for people who are drafting receiver heavy. Coming in at number two, Kyle Pitts. To say that this man's sophomore season was devastating would be an understatement. To make matters worse, his MCL got torn in week 11. And unfortunate for the young man because he really burst onto the scene his rookie year. And Arthur Smith just kind of changed everything on him his second year. But being only 22, I really think his best years are ahead of him. And now having a new quarterback in Desmond Ritter, I think that's only going to help his case. Ritter's going to rely on his young, talented receiver for safe throws underneath. I could see targets going Pitt's way left and right. Pitts is the best receiver, best weapon on that team, hands down. And I think Pitts is going to bounce back in a big way. I think we're going to see him hopefully not be relegated to blocking as much and be more available for those underneath routes where we saw him take small passes to the crib or long seam stretching routes where he's catching balls by the sideline. I think Pitts is still going to get drafted as a top eight tight end. And if he ends up getting to 70, 75% of what he was in his rookie year, that would be a complete steal in a position that is just always decimated or just doesn't have a very big pool to pick from. So I totally understand if you don't want to draft Pitts. He burned me too last year, but the upside is definitely there. And if you're willing to take the risk, there could be a lot of reward. Up at number one, I think this comes as no surprise to many, Brees Hall. Brees Hall was about to be the rookie of the year, without a doubt. And unfortunately, the injury bug got him too. And unfortunately, it was an ACL and a meniscus. But being only 22, being an elite athlete that he was, and given how much time he's had to recover, there's a really good chance that he's pretty close to where he was pre-injury come training camp. I know he's starting off on the PUP list, but... The hope is he gets activated relatively quickly and can be ready for week one. As of now, the Jets haven't really signed anybody as a backup or don't really have a backup plan besides the guys on the roster already. But the concern, obviously, is they're in win-now mode. They got Aaron Rodgers. They have a young core that's still cheap, and they're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. So I feel like the Jets are going to go one of two ways. They're either going to just form a committee with the guys on their roster, or they're going to sign a notable free agent like Dalvin Cook. And if they take the route of signing Cook, well, that might spell a little trouble for Hall because now it's going to be more of a timeshare. But I think Hall is still obviously an immense talent, a generational talent. Whenever he does get on the field, I think he's going to look like the player we saw before going down sooner rather than later. I know most of the time it takes a good year for these guys to get back up to speed, but Hall might be an exception to this rule. I think if you can nab him in the 3-4 turn or even the 4-5 turn potentially, you may have the biggest steal of the entire draft. He definitely is a first-round talent, but he's falling understandably due to his injury. And I hope he can stay upright and have a wonderful season and pick up where he left off. And hopefully for your case, you can pick him up in those later rounds and take advantage of the discount that you get. If you like to roll the dice, those are five players you can consider drafting with high risk, high reward. 
I hope they pay off for you. I'd love to see which players you think are worth taking a chance on below in the comments.